With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, Doug Gottlieb Show? Fox Sports Radio. Doon, 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 doon. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show is getting you ready for Divisional Playoff Weekend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't guarantee uh, many things. Like, I know the sun's going to rise in the east and set in the west. I know that even next year, when a quarterback goes down or some quarterback who people don't respect signs, we're going to say, hey, what about Colin Kaepernick, right? There's, there's some things. Um, I can't guarantee everything. I, I can guarantee the Kaepernick thing, the rise in the East, set in the West, that anything LeBron does will be compared to Michael Jordan. But there are some things that I feel like I know are going to happen. I not, not a guarantee, but it it sure feels that way. It sure feels that way. Uh, Dan Byer's not here today, but I'm sure he could uh, attest that um, what happens after football games is we establish a narrative 
based upon that football game, based upon not the game itself and how it's played, but the outcome of said game. The, The perfect example of that one, the perfect example of that one to me is, I believe it was the 2014 Seattle Seahawks matchup in the playoffs against the Green Bay Packers. Do you guys remember that game? The final score was 28-22, and and the Seahawks won in overtime. But the game, it was 19-7 in the fourth quarter, completely and totally dominated by Aaron Rodgers, who's playing with a torn calf, and the Green Bay Packers. Now, now, uh, Rodgers did throw two interceptions, but Russell Wilson threw four, four picks. Rodgers couldn't move. Russell could. One of his touchdowns was a miracle. The two-point conversion even more so. Then they got an onside kick and scored again, sent it to overtime, and end up winning the game. What's the narrative since? Right? I mean, think about it. Had they gone two and won another Super Bowl, uh, and, and that was the that was the year that the Seattle Seahawks chose to not give the ball to Marshawn Lynch. That kept them from winning a back-to-back Super Bowl. That's when the the New England Patriots won the Super Bowl with Malcolm Butler's interception. Had Mike McCarthy won that game and they win the Super Bowl, McCarthy's probably never fired, and there's never this, well, Aaron Rodgers hasn't won it again. And, oh, yeah, by the way, there's also none of this where the Green Bay Packers ruined the prime of Aaron Rodgers' career. Like, that's not really even close to being accurate. Not close. Um, outcomes, and we should not be outcome oriented, but outcomes, uh, oftentimes, oftentimes set all the narrative on what the game was about. And no game is more like that this weekend than Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills taking on Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. Right, like if Josh Allen doesn't play, forget if he doesn't play. If he doesn't win, it's you know Josh Allen. It's just that division's down, and it's just a window. Nobody expected it to happen. If Lamar Jackson doesn't win, it's well, you know Lamar can't win a playoff game. And what you know, you know what I mean? We're gonna do the result-oriented thing. I can guarantee it. Just like setting in the East, uh, setting in the West, and rising in the East. Just like the the Colin Kaepernick thing. That is absolutely positively what's going to happen. And when it happens, you're going to sit there and try and tell me, no, 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 it's, we, we, we didn't describe it that way. And it, there's Lamar's a winner or see Lamar's a winner. And maybe Lamar is a winner. Should be pointed out. He didn't really win big games in college, not bowl games, not Clemson. Although after trailing big at Clemson, he came back and was, he was impressive. They did come from 10, nothing down last week. And it was great. Keep in mind, Tennessee, because because Lamar, it's not like Lamar is an explosive passer. They couldn't run away and hide. Tennessee still had a chance late in the game. Go for it on fourth down. They don't. Lamar ends up with breaking it for a big run. And I do think that uh, while they know the, the Bills know some of what the Ravens are doing, having a short week to prepare, and now obviously Baltimore has the shortest week to prepare. They played on a Sunday, and now their game is on a Saturday. They're the only team that has that. 
I, I just feel like it's a locked up cinch that this is exactly what's going to happen. This is how it's going to go down. And we're going to decide how good somebody is based upon the outcome of one game, which is a small sample size. And look, we did that with Jalen Hurts. Right? Jalen Hurts was we're like, ah, he was good in college. Like, Actually, he got beat out in college. In order to win a national championship, they had to play his backup, who had no experience. Yeah, he, he was good at Oklahoma, but it, he wasn't what the other two were. But he came in, and he balled out and played well for two weeks. And then people figured him out and kept him in the pocket. And and, and what happens is when when you say somebody's not the most accurate thrower, he's not accurate enough, it's not a progression, the guy makes one throw, and you're like, you said he couldn't throw. No one said he couldn't. He's like, he's been a good college quarterback, and he's a good NFL backup. That doesn't mean you saying you can't throw doesn't mean you can't physically throw. Like Tim Tebow couldn't throw at the NFL level and really wasn't a great thrower at the college level. But even Tim Tebow could actually throw a football. He could complete passes. It was, he just was inaccurate. Yeah, he completed one really nice slant pattern that won them a playoff game. But I mean, that that the accuracy of that pass It's the percentage of times the ball is on time, on target, and to the right guy. That's what it's about. But we're going to do that with Josh Allen. Mark it down. We're going to do it with Lamar Jackson. If they win, they're the greatest. If they lose, it's all a bit of fraud. When there's a lot more nuance to it, right? A lot more nuance to it. It should be a success. They got to the playoffs. I mean, look how the Ravens finished. And they've won a playoff game. One team's won seven in a row. One team's won five in a row. They got to and won playoff games. That is a success. This is also one of the reasons that I'm actually a bigger proponent of the bowl system than most people are because the bowl system does give us some representation of, hey, you know what? You had a good season. You finished strong. It was was great. You go this way and everybody's season except one team ends on a loss and you end up with a bitter taste in your mouth. That's what we're going to do to Lamar. That's what we're going to do to Josh Allen. Whereas Lamar bounced back from a tough start to the season without his starting tackle and did well and won a road playoff game after trailing down 10-0. And uh, the Buffalo Bills won a playoff game and Josh Allen's not going to win it, but in the discussion of MVP in just year three, those are wins regardless of what happens, win or lose this weekend. Coming up next, I, I, I think I love the Urban Meyer thing. He's getting parts of the band back together. Does it work? You're seeing the plan. I'll tell you next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market. 
as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. A lot of things I want to get to today here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. A ton of things I'd like to get to uh, if you really kind of get get down to it. I mean, 
we got postponements now in college basketball, postponements in the NBA. Kyrie Irving set to be back, we think, with the Brooklyn Nets. James Harden doing a press conference today. And coaching hirings in the NFL. Discover matches all the cash back you can earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover's accepted 99% of the place in the U.S., uh, that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes, 2020 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Urban Meyer was hired by the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is Urban earlier today at his introductory press conference talking about their transition to the NFL. You have to adapt, and those who adapt have success. Those who don't, fail. I can't wait. That's the part of the game that I love, is to be able to adapt to the NFL player. And However, between white lines, I don't see a lot of difference. You know, I've studied the NFL game now for really years but really studied it for the first time in my life for the last six months it really studied it the last and there will be an adjustment period you know people want to point out it's the jimmy johnson hire we we were we got to remember that jimmy johnson's first year in dallas was uh was ugly one in 15 and he was a great college football coach and a lot like urban meyer right where he was an unbelievable recruiter at oklahoma state and then at miami um, and, and just had tremendous, tremendous talent and won championships at Miami because of it. The NFL game is different, but we also, like the, the, the Cowboys stripped it down, rebuilt it around Jimmy John to Jimmy Johnson's liking and with Troy Aikman at quarterback. That, that's the same plan as, as Trevor Lawrence. Same plan. Right, you come in, you got a bunch of draft picks, a ton of cap space, and you build smartly for the future. But it's it's not going to happen right away. I mean, I, I mean, I, I I think the Texans, and I don't see them. And I know that Deshaun Watson's tweeting out, "I went from two to a 10. I still don't see them trading uh, trading away Deshaun Watson. If they don't, I mean, like, look, the, the Texans are still going to be there, close to eight and eight if they're if they're reasonably well coached. The Colts have a ton of talent. We'll see what they do at quarterback. And the Titans, they know who they are. And they're a double-digit win team as long as they don't have an injury to their quarterback or their running back. That's, they know exactly who they are. It's not going to be easy. Um, and he's bringing with him some of his old college guys, but putting them in smart positions where it will help them in terms of there's going to be some recruiting that takes place in terms of free agency. Some evaluations based upon these guys and what they were before college, what they were in college. I'm fascinated to see what he, who he picks as his coordinators, how he plays with Trevor Lawrence. I do think there's a difference in term, a lot of difference in terms of football and how you manage your own ego against the egos of grown men. Those are different things. They didn't necessarily come to play for you. You picked them. They didn't sign with you. It's, it's a different dynamic. It's a different dynamic. I think Urban Meyer uh, I, I know he's smart enough to know that. Uh, and I think he can make that adjustment, but I don't know it. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. I'm fascinated, though, with some of this front office move stuff, but I'm also interested in the game stuff. Yeah, Ryan Music, go ahead. I always feel like the divisional round is like the best weekend of playoff football because in the wild card you get some teams that kind of barely get into the playoffs not always the best matchups plus the two best teams aren't playing and then in the divisional round 
you get four games, which is great because you get plenty of football, but you don't feel like you have to literally be doing it from beginning of the day till night. Like it's just two games each day. It's like the best weekend. And then, you know, championship Sunday, the, the games are awesome, but it's only on Sunday and you only get two of them. I, I feel like the divisional round is the best round of the playoffs. Yes. Yes. I, I completely agree. Now, look, the games last week were good. The only game that wasn't a great game was the Saints-Bears. And if you watched on Nickelodeon, at least it was entertaining, right? At least it was entertaining. I mean, I, 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 I check it out, and I was like, uh, yes, but usually the divisional round is, is, is exceptional. John Middlecoff, our guest in the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Um, okay, every coach, I, pe- people think that a great coach is successful no matter what. I, I think a lot of it, just like players, it's about fit. What do you think of the fit of Urban Meyer in Jacksonville? Uh, I, I just think he's such a good coach. I mean, you've been around sports your whole life. You know, your, your dad was a coach, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a big believer that a good coach can coach at any level. Whether you're a high school coach, whether you're a pro coach, you can go up and down if you really put your mind to it. And his, his resume is so good. Yeah, I mean, he didn't just win. He dominated wherever he went, every level. Uh, so if his mind's in it, which I think it clearly is for him taking this jump, I don't see how he's not successful. Now, successful in college, in college football, like it's pretty black and white, right? Like in college basketball, if you're making the tournament, made some Sweet 16s and maybe a Final Four, like it's, it's pretty good. In college football, it's kind of like national championship or bust when you're at the school, you know, Florida and Ohio State. And that's not really the way the NFL is. You know, you, you can make the playoffs basically every year. Or really, if you, let's say you coach five years and you made the playoffs three out of five years and the other years you're like eight and eight. Like, you're a really good coach. And to me, that's probably pretty likely, especially when you factor in his division. Vrabel is, you know, one of the better young coaches in the league, and his team is good. And the Colts have this – and John Robinson, who's good too, is GM – and the Colts are just a well-run, just solid franchise that's going nowhere. Both those franchises are so much better than Jacksonville. Uh, it's not going to be easy, but I just when you just look at his win-loss record and I, you know no recruiting, which you know has always been a positive for him, but they have the number one overall pick. They actually have some talent on the roster. I, I, I'll be shocked if he's not, you know, a solid NFL coach. Doug Gottlieb show. That's, on not, what Fox. that's not what they're hiring him to be, probably. But. No, 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 no. I, I agree. Like, look, and I like, I like the idea of bringing, you know, Charlie Strong over, and you have him coaching linebackers. You know, where he recruit a lot of these guys. He can give you a heads up to what kind of guys they are, and he's a good motivational guy. I just, I would make sure that I hire pros as your DC and your OC because you can sit there and go like, yeah, I think he said at his press conference day, you know, like, you know, inside the white lines is relatively the same, like. Don't think so. No, no. He said he said something that went really viral this year on Fox about how he'd get on his coaches, you know, when they didn't think the guy was good enough, and everyone loved it. And my pushback on that: it's true when you're at Ohio State, Alabama, or Florida, or whatever that statement. In the NFL, there are some guys that are not as good, and in the NFL, you just cut the guy. And then you bring in another guy. That to me, that's one element that is going to be a huge learning curve for him. That like your roster week one, well, three weeks later a guy stinks. 
you can cut him. And then you bring up a guy from the practice squad. Maybe you've never met, or a guy gets injured. Sometimes you bring in a guy on Tuesday or Wednesday, and that guy's like your starting nickel corner or your starting tight end come Sunday. In college football, you, you don't bring off random guys from the street and then they start that week. That's not how it works. Yeah, now, so now, that's the, a, now the counter to that, John, is that I think they think that in those instances – they'll have better knowledge of who guys are that they're bringing in off the street because they recruited them and coached them or coached against them in college. The, 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 the problem with that is the problem with that is, do you fall in love with guys you coached at Ohio state? Do you fall in love with your guys? Like, Hey, this guy was a step from me. Like, Hey, this is a completely different sport and a completely different level. And Oh yeah, by the way, some guy, sometimes guys that like you point out, like they go from being good in college to stinky. They just, yeah. you know, they, they get married they or they get an injury and they don't rehab the right way. Like, that can be a plus and can be a minus. I also think it's a little overrated that, like, for my analogy, you got to bring up a guy on the practice squad. Not everyone on these practice squads are all guys that Urban would have been all over, right? Because a lot of highly recruited guys don't make it. Uh, guys from smaller schools become guys, guys from – you know, there are guys from, like, Iowa's roster that, yeah, he might have played against, but he, he wasn't in that guy's living room. I, I, I think that's a little overrated. It's definitely helped for, like, the first and the second round. Like, he'll know those guys. But the league is, is kind of put together by these, a dude from Cal Poly, a guy from McNeese State, a guy from Florida. You know, it's kind of a mixture of it all. And to me, one thing that is just he, nothing he can do about this, but, like, Andy Reid, Sean Payton, Pete Carroll, you know, Belichick, let's say, Tomlin – Every player in the league, every single one, they have either coached against in the NFL now or evaluated coming out of college. Like, every player in the league, they kind of know. And most of them they know really well, you know, a lot of the starters and stuff. He's just – there's just going to be a lot of guys in the league that he's not familiar with. And that first year, luckily the expectations in Jacksonville are really low. I'm not His expectations will be high, but – you know, if he wins six or seven games and Trevor Lawrence looks good, I think that'll be viewed as a solid first season, right? Right. I mean, well, that, that was kind of our thing yesterday was, like, all that said, if you have if, – if Trevor Lawrence – if Trevor Lawrence is anywhere near what people think he can be, they'll be fine. Right? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, we were I talking about all these other things. Talking about all these other things, but if Trevor Lawrence can play, they'll be fine. And that's why he's taking the job, because he thinks he's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, okay, what about Robert Saleh? Sala, do you like that fit in New York? I, I like Robert Sala a lot. I mean, everyone I know with the 49ers is, has just raved about him, been to practices, you know, been around him. I don't know him personally, but he, he's just, from a leadership standpoint, everything teams like off the field, non-like schematic stuff, he's going to check all those boxes. Uh, schematically, he runs the Pete Carroll defense, which excels when you got really good players and kind of gets shredded when you don't. Though this year, the Niners, you know, played with a lot of backups and, and were good. I, I, he's a good defensive coach. I, 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 I'm not trying to be anti-defensive guy, but the number one question in the Jets is, like, how do we fix the quarterback? Is Sam Darnold the guy? If Sam Darnold's not the guy, then we draft a guy. Well, if they do fix that guy, whether it's Sam or whether they trade it and take, you know, one of these guys in the draft, LaFleur's brother, who he's bringing with, you know, from Kyle staff and who's kind of in this little tree now, well, if, if their offense is good the next couple of years, that guy is a lock to become a head coach, especially now Kyle McVay, LaFleur's brother. Like, people are going to want that guy. And then how does he, you know, that's the thing with the leadership 
And I, I think he's going to be more than just like the CEO head coach. He'll probably call the defense, I would guess. But it just you, you get nervous. I know Florio went on this rant the other day, and I disagree with him a lot, but he was kind of right. Like, defensive coaches run through coordinators. You know who doesn't have a coordinator problem? Kyle, Peyton, Andy, uh, you know, McVay, LaFleur. When, when you call the plays, like, your biggest asset on your team is your quarterback. And that's, that, that always makes me a little nervous with a guy that eventually, I'm, I'm not trying to get two steps ahead here, but if it does go pretty well for their offense, the, the offensive coordinator, which is probably one of the points of, you know, that makes him a really good candidate, right? He's bringing LaFleur, this one of Kyle's minions for the last decade, who's just a little smart genius. Well, that guy's good. He's gone. But I also think it means, and as you know, San Francisco has had a bit of an affinity for Sam Darnold. I think it means they keep Darnold. You think that Darnold stays with the Jets? Yes. I would, I would probably tend to agree. I think their first inclination would be, knowing some people with the Jets and some hearsay around the league, they thought, like a lot of people in the league that thought, there was Trevor Lawrence, and then there was a Grand Canyon-like gap. So if there's a Grand Canyon-like gap, like those guys probably aren't. They're going to view those guys at most equals. And Sam's already there, and I think they like Sam a lot, the person. And if you know LaFleur comes in and goes, we can work with them. To me, it's an easy move for them to go from like two to five or six or whatever, accumulate some more picks and kind of start the rebuild, right? Yeah, I don't know if they need more picks. They have three first round picks already, right? Like they need to start getting some dudes. I mean, yeah, but, but, but yeah, you like, can rebuild. They got to rebuild the line. They got to re- and they got to get. I mean, they, they need everything, right? That's like one of those you walk into the house, you're like, yikes! Uh, it's on a nice street. <laughs> it's not, it's got a nice yard potentially potentially that's kind of what it looks like middle our guest on the doug gottlieb show three and out is the podcast let's get to the games this weekend um what is can, can brady beat the saints oh, i got money on him i mean i just it's hard to think their offense has looked a lot better the last couple weeks just in terms of the eye test antonio brown who listen i mean has been a laughing stock for a year and a half right the way everything happened two years ago and even this year and then finally coming into the league but these last couple weeks, and even last week, he's starting to look, and I saw Bruce Arians said, he's starting to look like A.B. And, you know, that's a problem because they got some other good wide receivers too. Tampa can score right now. And, like, I'm not trying to just throw Drew Brees into retirement, but let's face it, he's not the same. Now, their team, I think their team top to bottom is arguably the best in the NFC, subtract the quarterback. But that's not the way the sport's played. And they're dependent on Drew Brees – you know, luckily they're able to operate within the short and intermediate passing game because they have this unreal running back and a big wide receiver that isn't that fast that just works the middle of the field. But I, I don't know. I, I have a hard time seeing them beat Tampa three times. I know they got boat race the last time they play, but uh, what's his name? Devin White's back this week. They got the guard back, Marpet, that had been out previously. And I just think their offense, it's Tom Brady. You know, I I don't know. I my gut says Tampa wins this game. Can the Rams I like I like the matchup for the Rams of their defensive line, but Aaron Donald's not totally healthy. Not that that matters. The guy's a machine. And Jalen Ramsey, if there's one guy who can slow down Devontae Adams, that's the guy. I just don't know if they have the offense. I know that I like Cam Akers, but not so much I think he dominates the game. Can can, can the Rams and the Rams in the cold I don't like. And maybe it's it's funny, Brian Billick had the exact same thoughts. Like when we were kids, I remember those good Rams teams, and they would go into the cold, and they would just shrink. And I, well, what's, I don't, the, what's the weather like down there right now? 65? 
Uh, 75, actually. It's actually yeah, 75. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> no need to brag, but, uh, you know, it's high 60s up here. I, I, I've always had a thing with California quarterbacks. Like, what makes Rodgers and Brady unique? Rodgers has been in Green Bay now for, you know, I mean, he's not that far away from two decades. Brady, from Michigan to New England, lived in the cold, right? So he just, you just become acclimated to it. But I think two guys out west, Derek Carr and Jared Goff, West Coast guys who then play profe- co- collegiately and then professionally in the West Coast, it's hard to ever get used to that. So how could Jared Goff, who, you know, let's face it, Troy Aikman kind of admitted and helped. Sean McVay admitted through his actions he didn't want him to play. You know, he was active and he didn't start. And, and again, all you had to do is watch the games. He was not playing very well. But they wanted to play a guy for the AAF over him. And he did. I mean, he started that game. Uh, and if he was healthy, who knows how it would have gone. You know, I'm not going to say they just automatically win that game with a, you know, a dude from the AAF. But if they had, like, I, I think Jared Goff's still on the bench. So they're playing with a guy with a hurt thumb, but who's just not playing that well. And, like, you know, I'm sure the old Rams team, but to me it's specifically the quarterback. Like Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald, like I think they'll be fine in, in uh, Lambeau. Robert Woods, and uh, I remember Robert Woods, he didn't really like Buffalo much. Nope. He's had a pretty good career ever since he got back to L.A. He kind of likes yep. the sun. And I, don't, I do too. I don't yeah. blame him, but, you know, Devontae. That ball, sti- that ball stings Coast. when it's coming at you in the cold. Yeah, Devontae, West Coast guy, but he's lived in, you know, Green Bay now for the last six or seven years. You just kind of get acclimated. Or, you totally get, you, know, you, you absolutely get acclimated, and it becomes your normal. And the, the toughest, like, I live in I live in Connecticut for uh, 12, 12 years, 12 years. But I'm telling you now, if I hit 50 degrees and I don't have something super warm on, I'm like, check, please get me out of here. No, I'm, no, thank you. Uh, John, I'm, I'm, uh, go ahead. John Middlecoff, our guest in the Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox sports trader. All right, let's go to the AFC. Um, I have this feeling that whoever wins the bills Ravens game are going to come out as the greatest young quarterback ever, regardless of how they play. Uh, how did Josh Allen actually play last week? I mean, I thought he played pretty good. Uh, I mean, I, I, you know, Colts defense is probably a tad bit overhyped, but I mean, given what the bar was last year, right in the playoff game when he kind of melted down this year, you know how well he had played in the regular season. You know, people are like close to anointing him as like, can he become Mahomes' rival? He definitely has the physical tools. He gets to play at home. He's one of those guys that, you know, you start, you play at Wyoming, it kind of, you know, now that he's good, he should excel in these cold weather games. He's got Diggs balling. I, I think, I mean, he's one of my favorite young players in the league. So I, to me, they have the quarterback advantage, clearly throwing the ball, but it just, to me, can they stop Lamar running the ball? Because Josh Allen has 300-yard games in his back pocket. That's not Lamar's deal. But Lamar can match you like he did last week when he throws for 170 and also runs for, like, 140. It's, it, what's the difference? You know, Brady doesn't run for any yards, so if he throws for 320, well, if Lamar accumulates 320 yards on the ground and throwing, it's the same thing. And really, the rush yards uh, operate, I mean, they're great completion because they keep the clock going, they slow down the game. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, to me, they have to slow him down running the ball, and the Bills' run defense has kind of been hit or miss this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I actually, kind of, in a weird way, kind of like the Ravens. Just and I, I like Josh Allen more than I like Lamar, but I just, you know, the Ravens' defense statistically the last couple of years has been really good. If their offense scores and controls the ball, running the ball, Josh Allen just has no margin for error. Which yeah. for the most part this year he's been awesome, but eventually, like he's going to make a mistake. 
Can Cleveland compete with Kansas City? Uh, I mean, I don't think so. I mean, I, I know the game. I mean, last week, when the game opens up like that, there's just a momentum element to the, you know, it's it's not even, that's not normal. I'm not trying to diminish their win because they, they kept rocking and rolling. Uh, they had 28 points, what, by the end of the first quarter. But any time that the other team airmails a snap and you get that momentum. Now, last year, the Chiefs, I, I, I would be shocked if the week before they knew their opponent, all week long, Andy was harping on starting fast, starting fast, starting fast, and just showing last year. Now, they came back in both the playoff games, especially the one when they were down, what, 24 nothing or whatever, but that is not a recipe. And the Chiefs typically, like, they start fast, it, the, the route is on. Plus, if you start fast against the Cleveland, you know, you get like a 14-3 lead, maybe you get them away from their strength, which is running the ball. Running the and it's anytime the... Anytime you get a lead on a Baltimore, on a Tennessee, on a Cleveland, like they ideally don't want to throw the ball like 40, 50 times a game. Like Andy, like they live for that. Like we'll throw it 75 times a game. We don't care. But that is not the, the Browns. If the Browns are going to win this game, I would say they rush for like 200-plus yards, right? It, yeah. Or even if the game's close. I mean, well, they, they, have, they, have to short, they have to shorten the game. they got to get the ball and, and run the football and shorten the game. Because their they, defense they, hasn't been good either, so it's like, yeah. how do they stop the Chiefs? Well, they, Chiefs they got turnovers themselves. last week. They got turnovers last week against against Big Ben. Do you think Big Ben comes back? I mean, I Doug, honestly, I think he looks pretty terrible physically. I mean, he can't move. Uh, a huge part of his game, unlike like Rivers or Brady or even Manning when he was old, like they never moved. Like a huge part of Ben's game is he had this kind of scramble ability behind the line of scrimmage, and now he basically just moves like one of those guys. But he's not Mr. Pinpoint Accuracy, and you see the ball kind of flutters on him. I, I, there's a lot of money on the line, so I would never say he's just going to retire. But I don't think the Steelers would be that sad if he retires. It would just kind of put some finality to it and help them move off because if he says he's coming back, he's under contract, so it's not like they can, for, not like they can do anything. Yeah. If I was Kevin Colbert or Mike Tomlin, I'd just be like, oh, I hope his wife kind of talks him into stepping away. And maybe Ben... I mean, all you got to do is look at the film. I, you hear older players say it over the years, like, I look at myself and I saw a shell of myself. Uh, he's made a lot of money. I'm, I've always been a huge Roethlisberger fan as a player. I mean, he's, he's remarkable. But, he, I mean, what do you think? Looks half as good as he once was? Yes. You know? and, I, he was so and, unique. And, and, and the more you see him, the more you're like, wait, why was he know, seen as that good, right? Like, you start, because your last impression, like, even Peyton Manning, like, here's how, here's how big last and fi- final impressions are. Peyton Manning was in the dis- anybody's discussion as the greatest quarterback of all time. Now, some of it is Brady's won a couple Super Bowls since then, but he was so bad at the end that even when they won the Super Bowl, you're like, yikes, yikes. He's almost un- he's almost underrated since he retired. Yes, you know yes. just how dominant of a player he was, for sure. John, great stuff. Especially Enjoy the Denver. weekend. Think how good, think how good uh, those first three years were. Oh, amazing! Fifty touchdowns. I mean, amazing, amazing. Good stuff, dude. Have a good weekend. Yeah, you too. See you. Three announced the podcast. So the Chiefs headed for disappointment in the playoffs. Colin Coward thinks so. I'll give you my thoughts next. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Mm, we got a coaching hire in the National Football League. Get to that. Uh, get you that at the top of the hour. 
First, though, let's uh, play for you what the Fox said. And now. <laughs> what does the Fox say? What the Fox said. Talk to you. It brought to you by Discover Card. Discover matches all the cash back you can earn your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted 99% of the place in the U.S., that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes, 2020 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. This was Colin Cowherd explaining why he thinks the Chiefs could be headed for an upset by the Browns. Upsets happen a lot more in the divisional round than anybody wants to admit to great quarterbacks. So we've seen Belichick lose and Peyton Manning lose and Aaron Rodgers lose and Big Ben lose. I'm just saying. Remember last year, Kansas City came off a bye at home and fell behind. They were rusty, 24-0 to Houston. I do not believe the Cleveland Browns would relinquish a 24-0 lead. This is the one Sunday at 3 Eastern to me to keep your eye on. Um, I'm fascinated by it. Um. Look, I am too, and I do think that if they can get an early lead the way they did against Pittsburgh, they can run the football and shorten the game. That said, you do point out the success of Andy Reid off of a bye. The fact that this team, though they toy with their food and it's a dangerous game to play, they do have, they got the bye for a reason, and uh, they're going to be as healthy as they could possibly ever be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't see... I, I think it helps Cleveland that there's no crowd there. This is usually the best home field in the NFL in terms of crowd noise, although up until the last uh, year, Kansas City lost at home in the playoffs on like a yearly basis, even in the, the first round. Some of that's personnel-based. I don't know. This one's a tough, tough, tough one to call. I do have my picks upcoming, but I think because they haven't, Kansas City hasn't been sharp of late. They haven't looked engaged of late. And I, I think many people think, well, you just take the week off and you hit the on switch, and that, that is just not how it works. That's just not how it works. What does the fuck say? All right, breaking news. Let's get you to Brian Finley. What do you got? Breaking news from Fox Sports. Yeah, Doug, one less team is looking for an NFL head coach. The Atlanta Falcons have gotten their first choice, according to NFL Network, and it's Arthur Smith, the former Titans offensive coordinator. He is set to be Atlanta's head coach trying to resurrect that franchise. All right, so that supposedly was their number one target, but now we have uh, Robert Sala off the board and Arthur Smith off the board. We still have, what, five uh, and three other coaching jobs still available? Chargers jobs still available. My guess would be because you haven't heard anything on the Chargers job, it's two guys, uh, probably Staley coaching with the Rams and Brian Dable, who's coaching with the Bills. Those are the two guys I, I would guess are still involved in that job. I know I know they, they liked the idea of Urban Meyer, and they, by all accounts, were going to interview Robert Sala again. So they, they have more interviews that come in. This is another thing that, that's interesting in terms of the job. Now, Andy Reid calls the plays, for, for the most part, for the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, but you know his offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy, who hasn't got a job yet, he's been interviewing with everybody. Has that distracted him? And what does it do to the Bills with Brian Dable? What does it do with Brandon Staley with the Rams? That, that, all that part is, is fascinating to me, you know, in terms of making it 
making it work out. All right, coming up next in the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Speaking of Sala, I'm going to tell you why I like that hire. Not just because the opposite of what they had. That's next. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.